Hi, my name is Brandon, and welcome back to the Off the Bar Podcast. Today, I'm here with Ben, and today we're going to be discussing Madden ratings that we like, some that we don't, and honestly, just plays that we feel like deserve to be on that top 10 list in their specific positions. I think we want to start with quarterbacks. Um, in my opinion, I'm kind of fine with the list to a degree. I feel like Matt Ryan is the only one that really stands out, and Dak Prescott, in my opinion, as like two candidates that I think I feel like only got the ratings because of um, past years, I feel like, or past performances. Um, I'm Matt Ryan did have a good year, in my opinion, but I just feel like, uh, given that Atlanta's no longer that team that I feel like is a playoff contender anymore, uh, I, just, I, I just don't see it. And I feel like um, players such as Kirk Cousins... Even Cam Newton, I feel like, should should have been on that list, especially over Dak Prescott. Uh, but honestly, I'm fine with the quarterbacks. Ben, how you feeling? Uh, so the first five is fine, I think. Tom Brady kind of fell off a cliff a little bit. But, yeah, so that's fine. I think Lamar Jackson, surprisingly, is not, like, higher. But I, I can understand the 94. Russell Wilson, I totally, totally respect that rating. I think he had an incredible year. Right, because he was MVP before Lamar. Yeah. He I mean, was considered for MVP... I feel like the first half, and then as soon as Lamar really took off and became that exceptional player and that MVP caliber player, I feel like the hype started going to Lamar. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think if it wasn't for Lamar, Russell Wilson would have gotten the MVP yeah. without like any doubt. It's the bottom six that kind of get me. Okay. Aaron Rodgers didn't have that many good receivers to throw to, and he willed his, uh, and he willed his team to the uh, championship. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. And I think it's the same thing about Wentz, too. Yeah. Wentz, like, had Aguilar that couldn't catch and got uh, got injured. Deshaun Jackson was uh, injured. His main target was Ertz and Dallas Goddard. I mean, he really didn't have a lot of things to, to throw to besides tight end routes and players that they just picked up from the practice squad, I feel like. So I definitely feel like if, for Wentz to, real, to really will his team... Play all first off, play all 16 games, which I feel like for Wentz is an anomaly. Um, to go and be in the playoffs, I know they got it was a sort of a close game towards the end against Seattle. Um, but I feel like with Wentz, I feel like it should have been higher, especially given that he won the division. I feel like he outplayed Dak Prescott. Uh, and I mean, I'm calling it as a fantasy owner of Dak Prescott. I just feel like he did not have a good year whatsoever. Uh, not whatsoever. I just feel like when he played teams that had a less than 500 record, obviously he's going to dominate. But teams that like are in playoff contention or a higher record, not really. Um, that's just my opinion, Ben. How are you feeling? Um, the other, the other couple of the ratings. I agree with you with Wentz. I agree with you with Prescott. I don't think they're the same rating. I think you have to look at kind of the plays around them. And if you think that oh they kind of played the same statistic statistic wise, then you should put Wentz higher. Yeah. Because you have to look at kind of who he has to throw to. My major, my major uh, disappointment is Deshaun Watson. Like, you know, he, we've seen, and I know he had uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I know he had other players and Kenny Stills and other players to throw to. But he was, I mean, he really was one of the players that, even in the playoffs, you can see, was was kind yeah. of showing that he should have been, you know, the next one up to get a big contract extension. Yeah, no, for real. Like, Deshaun Watson, I just feel like, was, uh, was 
was the main part of that comeback against Buffalo in the divisional round and no wild card. I'm sorry. And then obviously, uh, he was a big part of that lead against uh, the Chiefs. I mean, ultimately the Chiefs blew it, but uh, the Texans blew it. But uh, the Chiefs uh, still put up a good fight. It had to come back against the Texans because of that big lead that the, I feel like Deshaun Watson was a big part of. Yeah, um, and I mean, even you can see in the end of the game, he was still rushing. He was still putting his body on the line. He really was the one of the only things willing his team. And, you know, now you have to look at the situation now where he doesn't have a good team. Is his rating going to... Well, he doesn't have a good receiver core. I mean, it's really just Kenny Stills and Will Fuller, the fifth. The yeah. fourth. And also Brandon Cooks, but Brandon Cooks could be injured, like, half the time. So, right. I mean, you know, it could be... You know, we could actually see his rating go down almost unfairly unless he has this kind of willing his team... Like, he has these no receivers... He has no one, but he's going to will his team to the playoff kind of season. I, I mean, it's very, I think, it's very, dis, not even disrespectful, it's very just kind of sad that he's gotten an 80, what, 86? 86, rate? yeah. In, like, you look at Matt Ryan, who, Matt Ryan didn't have a good year, and that team is full of really good players. Like, that team was really full of players. That, that team could have gotten to the playoffs this year. Right. But, like, on paper, but... I mean, 87 rating is really too high for Matt Ryan. So you feel like the Madden ratings are a little bit more biased towards marketability in terms of past ratings? Uh, because I feel like with some of these ratings that we're going to get into, it's it just seems like it's more about marketability, you know, and, and also you don't want to downgrade that player from, you know, let's say like a 90, 91, all the way down to like an 87, 86. Yeah. And I also feel like EA don't want to also push it. But I do agree, like, Deshaun Watson should deserve to be higher than Matt Ryan. uh, Just because, just for the fact that he made the playoffs. (laughs) I know he's in, I don't want to say a weaker-ish division, but he sort of is. But the fact that he still made the playoffs and still was able to lead a team to a playoffs. With Bill O'Brien as the the overlord of the (laughs) Texans. Hey, whatever running back duo they got. (laughs) Down in Texas, it's like Lamar Miller, Duke Johnson, and now David Johnson. Like, <laughs> I don't know how many running backs you need. I mean, I guess when Lamar Miller's knee goes out or something, like, then you can put one of those two in. But, yeah, but even then, David yeah. Johnson hasn't, yeah. like, David Johnson's seasons have declined, I feel like, for a while. Duke is a good uh, running back, um, but I don't think he's your main running back on a team. And Lamar Miller is also, I feel like, one of those uh, running backs as well. So it's just going to be interesting to see how the Texans play out next year. Uh, so jumping over, I feel like, to running backs, Ben, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, and I'll say I totally agree with Christian McCaffrey's rating. I right. think, you know, it's obvious that he was the best running back in the league, especially with, you know, the team around him. I think he definitely showed that he was the best running back in the league. I was kind of surprised Joe Mixon got an upgrade just because of how bad the Bengals were this year. I know you can't look at like reading uh, right. records uh, for ratings, but I mean, there's so much someone can do, and I just I don't I don't yeah. think he had that productive of a season when you're looking at only the only one. What, right, and I feel like end. still being over Kamara. Uh, I feel like Kamara. Ha- if you're looking at based on record and all that kind of stuff. I feel like statistically, Kamara probably had the better season. I'm not like looking at the stats right now in front of me, but I just feel like, again, 
and maybe this just proves my point about marketability, you know, Kamara is on the Saints, you know, team that made the playoffs, team that I think a lot of people expected to try to push uh, for a play uh, for a Super Bowl uh, spot. You know, I still feel like he had a good year, uh, Kamara. And I, I, does Joe Mixon deserve to be ahead of him? Maybe stat wise, and maybe that's how they're doing it for that. Um, but I just feel like Kamara definitely deserves to be a higher overall. Uh, what else, Ben? What do you think? Uh, my uh, final thing I have to talk about the running backs is Derrick Henry. There's no way the rushing leader only is a 93 overall. Right. You look at his dominance. I know he had a poor couple of first seasons because coming out of Alabama, and I've said this before in the last podcast, coming out of Alabama, this was supposed to be the next big running back. But you look at the net, the past two seasons, he is cons- he's been so more consistent, he's been better, he's been arguably one of the best, arguably top five best running backs in the league. He's genuinely, and if you look at kind of the last couple of games, the only reason why the Chiefs... We're able to hold the Tennessee Titans to, uh, to like, what, 10 points away was because they held Derrick Henry. And you're not right. going to ask Ryan Tannehill to lead your team because, right. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's not the best I mean, he did towards the end. And so let's just jump back to quarterbacks here for a second. Does Ryan Tannehill go ahead of Dak? Because we think Dak doesn't deserve that 84 rating or, deserve, or doesn't deserve to be on par with Wentz. Does Ryan Tannehill now get into that conversation as well? Well, I mean, you have to look at it this way. Was Ryan Tannehill statistically good consistently? Right. At least for the past couple of years. Look, Ryan Tannehill, and we've seen it with our own very eyes, could be the best quarterback in the league at some point and also be the worst. I yeah, mean, it's, it, it's, it's night and day sometimes with, with him. But I feel like with the Mike Variable uh, system, it's I feel like... He fits right in. I mean, it's just really handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. But, I mean, he's got more weapons around him than he, I think, ever did with the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, um, the two tight ends there, it's like names are slipping. John, John Smith. Like, I feel like he has some good weapons around him. I, honestly, it's I'm a little bit tired, so, like, I, I really can't think about yeah, yeah. everyone's names. Um, but... I, I does he now? Do you think he gets into that conversation of maybe he gets into that top ten? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely, especially you know you look at kind of the season that he's had. He was not starting for the first couple of games. Right. Turns around and kind of wills not wills, but turns around and kind of changes the fortunes of the Ta- Tennessee Titans. You could make an argument. I mean, he's going to definitely be in the eighties, but you know we have to look at kind of if he's going to be next year consistent or this year consistently because I think. You know, Ryan Tano had his best season under Gase, like the first year under Gase. We went ten and six was was amazing, and he kind of just fell off a cliff. You have right. to kind of make sure that consistency is a uh, is paramount in this kind of rating. Right. Uh, when you're looking at ratings. So, for my opinion, for running backs, I don't have that big of an issue. Uh, again, like I said with Kamara, I feel like he should be higher. Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, I feel like. It should be a bit higher, maybe in that conversation to be on par with Zeke and Nick Chubb, who I honestly, in my opinion, have a little bit of an issue with um, being a 92 overall. I'm sure he was probably the only productive thing about the Browns last yeah. year, besides Miles Garrett's helmet throwing skills. <laughs> hey, um, he didn't throw the helmet. He I just it. whacked. Like, um, I feel like Saquon, if he wasn't injured, definitely could be in that conversation for a number two spot. 
Um, but again, I think a 91 is fair. Josh Jacobs had a great year with the Raiders. Again, probably was the only productive thing about the Raiders last year. So that's probably why you got high. Again, I feel like Joe Mixon's the same way. Um, I don't have an issue with Joe Mixon. I feel like he is a great running back, um, in my opinion. And I do feel like it's still a bit of a marketability thing with uh, Joe Mixon because uh, the Bengals obviously have Burrow. And now it's, you know, trying to make the Bengals, you know, seem like a good team or seem like ha- like they improved overall from Madden 20 to Madden 21, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Zeke I don't have an issue with because, again, as a Dak fantasy owner, I know the ball went to Zeke a lot more. The offense went through Zeke a lot more. Um, I know Dak tried to throw it a lot to his, you know, $100 million receiver. Um, but I know Zeke, I felt like, did have a lot more productive productivity, so I'm, I'm not too mad at that. Um, Aaron Jones, I'm good with. I uh, feel like, you know, he's been improving for a bit now, so I definitely feel like 90, maybe, if you want to give him a 91, as well as Dalvin Cook. Um, but honestly, running backs, I'm okay with. I mean, I really can't think off the top of my head. Maybe Raheem Mostert gets in that conversation. I mean, no, I, I don't think so, because you have to look at San Francisco's uh, rotation. Yeah. I mean, their rotation was incredible this year, and I don't think... I don't think one running back stood out except for Mostert in the championship. Right. So, uh, I I mean I agree with you that there are other running backs that could be looked at, but I I don't think Mostert would be one of those. Right. Um, I feel like on this list though there isn't that many San Francisco players. I feel like and that kind of stood out with me because I feel like they had going. I feel like they were the more balanced team like throughout. Like they had right. like a good player in each position for the most part. Um, that's definitely, that's definitely, I feel like a thing that's, I feel like it's a common theme, but I guess we'll just keep moving on. And, uh, so next we're going to do pass rushers. We're going to switch over to the defensive side. I'm just going to say this about pass rushers. I don't have that big of an issue. The only thing I would have liked to have seen was maybe TJ Watt. I'm kind of like, I don't know. In my opinion, I feel like he did well for the Steelers this year. Um, I definitely think because the Steelers' de- uh, defense did put him in title contention, or not title contention, playoff contention to a degree. Uh, I feel like that was. I feel like he definitely, probably, maybe. I mean, he probably is a high eighty and a lot, and it starts at ninety two. So maybe that's why he didn't get in. So if he wasn't, if he wasn't eighty nine, eighty eight, I wouldn't be too upset. Um, to be honest, though, not too upset about any of these. Clyde Campbell, I feel like, had a really good year with the Jaguars before getting traded to the Ravens. Uh, Miles Garrett, I can understand why he's only a 93. Like, he still had a great year, but then the suspension because of yeah. the helmet and all that. Uh, Von Miller still killing it on a 97. I'm not too bad. Fletcher Cox as well. Chris Jones, who signed an extension. Do you feel like he should be higher? He's only a 92 uh, right now. I mean, yeah, you can look at it like uh, as an extension. He played really well. He played really well this year. I mean, look, the defensive side wasn't Kansas City straight. Right. But you can see, especially in the playoffs, they started to really pick up momentum. You know, not only him, but the likes of uh, uh, Sorensen and, and Tyron Matthew played incredibly well. So right. you can, you know, you can kind of argue that point. I think he, he could be a little bit higher. I don't think he's on the level of Fletcher Cox. I think Fletcher Cox had an amazing year. Right. But I think... You know, he he can definitely be. You can definitely definitely argue that he he should be higher. Okay, 
anyone, any other ratings that you feel like was good, is bad? Just from kind of a uh, perspective that I'm looking at with JJ Watt, right? I think he should be 99. And I'm gonna you feel like there you, should be two 99s for pass rusher. And no, no, and I'll explain to you because he was injured and he missed five games. with something that a lot of people thought. I don't know five games, but he missed like half the season. Oh, he missed a, a Wait, good he was expected to be yeah, out yeah. for the rest of the season. He turns around, and he was one of the main reasons why the Texans made that comeback against the Bills. Right. He was. I mean, sure, the defense wasn't the best against the Chiefs, but he he already had a very productive season before that. Turns around, has an incredible game against the Bills, and I think really that should have just willed him just a little bit more. Right. I'm sure Aaron Donald, like I'm 100 percent behind Aaron Donald being a 99 for like the no, of course, year in a row. like yeah, yeah. But I he's think, always been like the best offensive player in yeah, the league I mean, for like a while now. Yeah. So, but besides, like, I just to me, I think JJ Watt could have been up there. I like. I want to like kind of really talk, quick, quickly talk about Chandler Jones. I like that he quietly had like the best. He think had sixteen point five sacks. Yeah. Which is incredible. I mean, he was on no, the. No, he really did. Yeah. He really definitely car- uh, carried that. Car- um, not Carolina. That Cardinals defense. Um. I mean, I feel like with Aaron Donald, I think it's obviously going to be a 99. I mean, yeah. when you trade train with knives, I feel like <laughs> with, like, barely any pads, I feel like you just deserve a 99. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That was that was Chuck Norris-style training. Like, that was. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, oh, what's next? He's going to pull out, like, a katana? Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's how he's going to, like, trade next? He's going to bring one of the characters from Dragon Ball Z to start shooting shit at him. <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine Goku just, like, firing blasts at him yeah. in the background. <laughs> I definitely see that happening. Uh, <laughs> fucking Naruto just like throwing shuriken or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, that would just be funny. Yeah. Um, anything else for pass rushers? We're good? Yeah, pass uh, rushers are fine. Alright, cool. So safeties, I feel like we both agree. Yeah. Uh, There's one that we were talking about and it hurts me as a Dolphins fan. But it's one that we're talking about that really kind of stands out to me. Minka Fitzpatrick was one of the main cogs in the Steelers' turnaround. For the right. past couple of years, that was the one thing that kind of held them down, especially when they had Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Le'Veon Bell, who I'm not surprised got left off the list because he plays for the Jets. But um, I think, personally, Minka Fitzpatrick, especially looking at kind of the ratings, especially about in that bottom half, right. I'm very surprised that he was not on that list. So do you feel like he's an 88 and is tied with Mike Cott and Micah Hyde and uh, Earl Thomas? I think... He had a better year than Earl Thomas. You think so? Yeah. I, I think... Even after the orgy with his brother. <laughs> hey, 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 you can't blame the... <laughs> no, but like I think he had a better year than Earl Thomas, just from the impact standpoint. Right. Like, you look at kind of... And I hate to switch this to soccer, but you look at kind of like the impact that someone like a Bruno Fernandez has had. Right. You're going to have to base some of the rating off of that. Right. Because, you know, like... No, for sure, but yeah. I, I, um, I feel like, what, it was a Dolphins, he still was a low 80, so I... Still, I get. I think it goes back to that point. I don't think it's so much of the marketability. I feel like, you know, can we give this player a high overall jump? You know, what yeah. I mean, can we give him a plus six, plus seven? You know, or are we just giving him, giving? Are we gonna give him a plus three to start, and then throughout the season, you know, jump him up? Yeah. If he performs well, right? I mean, that's why they always have roster updates and uh, rating updates. Yeah. Uh, so safeties, I'm okay with Harrison Smith. Obviously, is probably. Number one, I feel yeah. like again, just killing it for the Vikings. Tyron Matthew had a comeback year. Yeah, for I think, sure. I think there could be an argument for Tyron Matthew, but I think definitely, I think Harrison yeah. Smith probably. Jamal just Adams, you know, depending on what team he plays for, 
you know, is it going to be the Jets? Is it going to be another team that trades for him? Uh, definitely feel like is still uh, still good overall. Devin McCourty killing it at his age. Uh, and honestly, I think one guy stands out with me is Derwin James. Like this has to be like his what second, third year in the league, something like that. Like he's yeah. a young player. And he's killing it for the Chargers right now. Yeah, I mean, he was good. He had a good rating last year. Of course, he played well this year. And right. So I think he kind of kept almost the same rating, but I think, yeah, definitely, I think right. he's played really well. I mean, well. definitely with uh, Joey Bosa, I feel like they're going to be the big uh, pieces in that Chargers defense. Um, so let's go let's switch over to another part of the defense, the corners. Um, I'll start. I don't have that much of an issue, not going to lie. I might have liked to have seen Xavier and Howard. Cause I feel like he, I mean, I know it's the Dolphins, and I know it's like it's the Dolphins little... are still tanking, or like now they have Tua, are they like now going to start that process of yeah. building up a team? And I think obviously they are, especially with Brian Flores. Uh, Byron Jones gets in there, um, at, which is, is fine. I mean, he had played great for the Cowboys. I know like only having like one interception. Yeah, but you also look at like kind of the pass completion went slow in his way, right? Way down, I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not like you know he's the highest paid cornerback for just being good. I mean, right. he's he's played incredibly well. Right, uh, Richard Sherman. I definitely had a career re- revitalization in San Francisco. Um, Tre'Davious White and Jerry Alexander, two young cornerbacks. I feel like are gonna just increase in overall this year. I feel like Jalen Ramsey is still a little bit of that marketability, just because I feel like his production dropped off when he uh, got traded from the Jags to the Rams. I know yeah. he had dealt with back issues. I'm saying that with quotation marks because I know you guys can't see. <laughs> quotation marks. It's the same shit that Dwight Howard pulled to get out of Orlando, so I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't have that much of an issue. Darius Schley, uh, New Eagles, is an 88. Not bad. Pat Pete still killing it at his age. Um, how do you feel? Okay. So, yeah, I don't really have that big of an issue. I think you can look at uh, some other corners, but like Xavier Howard, I get that because he was the highest paid, but you have to look at kind of, he was injured for most of the season. Right. He was at like an 84-85 when he started anyways. So, yeah. You know, I, I, can, I, and I can understand, like, especially when the Dolphins are terrible this entire year. Right. Well, not this entire year, but for the first major portion of the year. Right. The one problem I have with, and I'll be frank. And bias. Right. <laughs> no, okay, there's a little bit of bias, but. <laughs> Let's call it, it's bias. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. For a 99 overall, do you think they should have every game perfect? Do you think they should have every game near close to perfection? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Because I'm sure Patrick Mahomes didn't have, Like, Patrick Mahomes was injured for a few games and still got a 99. I know, overall. but do you think there's been a performance by Patrick Mahomes this season? No. That you, that you turned around and said, oh, he didn't play well this game? I really can't think of one now. Okay. So, explain to me this, EA. <laughs> Week 17 against the Dolphins. Oh, my God. Stephon Gilmore gets absolutely cooked by uh, by Devontae Parker for, like, 137 yards. How does he get a 99? I, d- I feel like you're just pointing out one game, though. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I get it. Because yeah. that patch defense did get definitely carry that offense. And I feel like that was one of the worst and weakest receiving cores we've seen from a Patriots offense in a while. Like, Nikhil Harry, like, yeah, I feel like that's going to be a waste of a first-round pick. Uh, Edelman definitely showed his age. It, it just, I, I, in my opinion, uh, Sony Michelle really carried that offense. In my opinion, and, and then the defense just, you know, kind of carried them into the playoffs. Yeah, 
Okay, I understand that, and I understand the 99. I kind of do, because he's Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. But I just, you know, like, the 99 shouldn't be if he had one or two bad games. You know, the 99, that means you're the best in your position. And yeah, he is. Don't get me wrong, because the next one is Jalen Ramsey and Richard Sherman, and they don't touch him. I don't think right now they don't touch him. But I just, I don't know. To me, like, and I'm sure there's other games, you know, as a as a Patriots player where they did lose some games that they could have probably won if they right. were like the half decent offense. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I just, you don't see it. I, yeah, I don't see it. I can understand the 99. I can, I'd rather have him at like a 98 or something, but I just don't see it. All right. Uh, so let's now switch back to offense. Uh, wide receivers. I'm going to say this before Ben goes off on a tangent. <laughs> the only one that like, I really have a big issue with, and it goes back to that marketability of you know, putting a player because it is that certain player, is Odell. And I understand they don't want to drop him off that big, but you know, only having a one, two touchdown year, you know, I don't even think he cracked a thousand yards. Mm. I get it, he was on the Browns, and Freddie Kitchens' offense sucked, and Baker... A sophomore slump we can chuck it up to yeah. at the I guess um, you know I definitely feel like there should have been maybe a discussion for Thielen Godwin one of yeah, those definitely. guys definitely should have maybe cracked that Keenan Allen I don't have an issue with I'm pretty sure that's the Chargers offense yeah, right there a the player Amari Cooper I still feel like it's a bit of that marketability but I again he had a I, he had a Solid year with the Cowboys. Yeah, and now he has helped to kind of let lay in the load. Not only he has Michael Gallup, but he also right. has that other receiver that they drafted. <laughs> I can't remember. It's really late. <laughs> um, Rugs. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah, Ju- I remember. Uh, not Rugs. Um, he wears a he wears a star, David. <laughs> right. Diggs. Um, good luck keeping that rating with uh, Allen throwing you the ball. Mike Evans is gonna go up for sure. Tyree Kill, I feel like Julio definitely killing it at a ninety-seven. DeAndre Hopkins at a ninety-eight. Is there a debate to have him be on the same level as Michael Thomas? Yes, there is a debate. I know his this the year before this when he was undoubtedly the best wide receiver in the game. I know the year before this was incredible where he didn't drop a pass. He was one of the main outlets to that team. Right. And I know he kind of went down a little bit, but you have to look at the fact that his numbers are still incredible. He still played incredible. He was, and you have to look at the fact that also. Uh, I'm just saying, as a fantasy of DeAndre Hopkins, who picked him in the first overall, uh, not first overall, in the first round, I was a little bit disappointed in his production. Yeah, but you also have to look at projected produ- production from like last year. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you're going to be uh, kind of upset about his production. But, I mean, I don't know. To me, it just, there is there is an argument for it, especially when I'm going to go off on Michael Thomas later. But there is an argument for it, and I oh, think yeah. um, I think definitely DeAndre Hopkins could probably make a case that he should be 99. Okay. All right, so you want to start with your Michael Thomas? Okay, so if you take out all short routes to Michael Thomas, okay, he has less than 1,000 yards and less than 10 touchdowns. And, yeah, I'm, yeah, and I mean, I'm not saying, like, 9 touchdowns and 900 yards. He has... So he has close to under 500 and under, like, three. Under yeah, four but it's touchdowns. all rack, and that still shows his ability that, like, he's a great receiver. I know, but you have to look at, is he an all-around receiver? Because you have to look at, like, Randy Moss, for example, 
sure, the whole idea of throwing it up to him after, you know, throwing him up after he ran 50 yards is, you know, that's a thing. But you have to look at also, he he was able to run across the middle. His route running was incredible. And I think Michael Thomas's route running was incredible as well. That's why he got 99 short route running. But you have to look at also the fact that I don't know if he's that all-around player. Right. And look, he had, again, he had an incredible year. He's one of the best receivers in the league. And I'm not just saying this because he went after Devontae Parker. But I'm, but I'm saying this as like someone who, has, like, I, I, if you take all of those stats into account, you have to look at kind of well maybe he isn't that all around receiver that we that he's kind of looked at as. Right. So do you do you want to chalk it up to you think it could be like marketability because of it? I mean, or? sure. Yeah, you can look at his marketability. Of course. I mean, again, they're gonna look at stats, and the stats are really good. But you look at marketability. You also look at kind of. He's on a team with a first ballot Hall of Famer, right. a really good running back. Right. What probably, I mean, you could argue, but a first ballot Hall of Famer coach. Mm-hmm. You you know he's he's on a team with a really good system. I mean, of course, he's gonna get those good numbers. So yeah, I think he you know he's a great receiver. I'm not I'm never gonna doubt that. Right. But I think you know there could be an argument that DeAndre Hopkins should be rated higher. Right. Um. So I think uh, the final position, which I know came out today, uh, when we're recording this. The tight end position, and I feel like a lot of people... There was a bit of controversy with this one, especially with Gronkowski. Before we get into Gronk, uh, I just want to say I kind of agree with the ratings. I, I honestly, I don't have an issue with any of them. Um, again, there's definitely room for improvement for some guys. Cough, John, or Smith, cough. Um, hey, that's biased. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> definitely feel like... Uh, it's all fine. Maybe Zach Ertz kind of maybe 91, 92, but I know it's a bit pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, um, a bit of a drop-off, but I, yeah. yeah, I can understand that kind of notion. Um, But Gronk, like, after not playing a year, that definitely has to be chalk up to... It's, it's Gronkowski. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gronk. He used to be one of the best tight ends in the league. You know... I mean, he's an NFL 100. He's he's a he's a first ballot whenever he gets called. No, and for sure, but I just feel like a 95. Yeah, it, I know I mean, it's because it's Gronk, and I trust me, I feel like he still deserves to be over Ertz, but a 95, like maybe a 92, 93. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, there's there's you know radicals I think on both sides of this when you look at, oh well, he hasn't played in the league for a year. We don't know how good he is. He should be in the mid 80s. Oh, and then there's other people like it's only been a year he should still be up there when he was like incredible right we don't know how good he's going to be we don't know how bad he's going to be right and I think also you have to look at the fact of he was like at the end of that at the end of his kind of tenure he was not Gronk he was yeah he was just a blocking tight end at that point he really wasn't used as a re- he was used as a receiver it was for end zone purposes yeah he was used as the best safety in the game <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, and I know that last year it was kind of a drop-off point for Gronk after that, uh, Super Bowl against the Rams. Um, but I just, I, I get it, it's Gronk, and, but I just feel like a 95 is still a little bit pushing it for me. Um, but I'm on that motion of, it's Gronk, you know, like, it's Gronk. Like, it's only been a year, but I'm also kind of leaning towards... Also, like, I'm on the fence almost. Like, yeah. I get it why they gave him a 95, but at the same time, I'm a little bit 
iffy over it just because of his last year with the with the Patriots and you know miss him missing a year. Like I'm a bit on the fence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think there there's and I think you know George Kittle especially is miles ahead of Gronkowski just because of the year, and I think he's miles ahead of almost every tight end. Right. And no, he's he, had, he's had a monster year. Yeah, I mean the dude's unstoppable. Like the dude like. The, the one like play to encapsulate him is the play against the Saints where three players tried to tackle him. They had to foul him to tackle him. I mean, he I think he could have been argued to, to make the 99 club. But I don't know about Kukowski. I really... I think you can argue in the 90s. I can understand that. But I don't... Like, what? He has a 94? 95. 95. Yeah, no, I don't... No, I don't... No. I okay. just... I don't believe it. Anything else you want to add before we call it? Uh, one more thing. The team ratings, I believe, came out. Okay. Uh, I want to talk really, quick, really quickly, and I want to say this in kind of the most unbiased way possible. Yeah. There's no way the Dolphins are the worst team in the league still. <laughs> There's no way. I'm sorry. The I Cincinnati feel, Bengals, yeah. are, 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 even with Joe Burrow, and look, Joe Burrow can be an incredible yeah. player. We don't know yet. But he's... I just, you know no, what? I definitely feel like there are teams that definitely... Didn't have as well of, a, of an off season as the Dolphins had. I mean, they had. I feel like they had a great draft. They had a good off season. Where yeah. they spent, they didn't. I don't think they. They didn't blow all their cap. They didn't, year, which they is a good. Like, they, they went did, through a lot of it, but they didn't go. They through didn't all go it. through it, so there's obviously room for extensions and all that. Yeah. They're um, you know, the Bang- the Bengals again. I feel like it's because it's the Burrow. It's because yeah. of Burrow. You know, I think it's the same thing when you look in the NBA. Why are the Pelicans favored over the Heat? Because of Zion. Yeah. Because of this generational talent, which I don't blame a team doing. Uh, um, yeah, I don't blame EA doing. But it's the... It, and I get it. it. It's annoying. I feel like the Jets probably maybe deserve that worst And spot. I think the only thing that's holding the Jets is the fact that they still, they still you know... They don't. They're not gonna have him by the season. They're still gonna have Jamal Adams right. on the team. They still have Le'Veon Bell. They still have kind of high-rated players. Right. But you know, like you look at the back end of Miami season, they beat the, not only the Philadelphia Eagles. They beat the Colts, who were pretty good at that time. Yeah. Only, like if they would have had Jacoby Brissett, that would have been probably a more competitive game. Yeah. And they also beat the Patriots at Foxborough. Now I know that's not the biggest like thing to say. Like if it was a couple years ago and Miami had beaten the Patriots at Foxborough, that would have been a miracle. Right. But I think genuinely like. That's you have to look at kind of the improvement Miami had, right? Especially with not only just like you look at players like Mike Gesicki and and uh, Devontae Parker and like like even rotation players like Eric Rowe that they had I think played incredibly well. Christian Wilkins, their defensive tackle that they got in the first round, uh, I think that he played incredibly well at the back end of the season. I I just I don't know. It kind of bugs me. I know it's kind of, kind of like coming from bias, but. You look at other teams that had even worse years, like not even statistically, like even worse years at uh, than the Dolphins, and I just I don't see it. I really truly don't. Right. And uh, I think that's really the only thing for me. And if we're gonna call it, I want to just acknowledge one thing. Okay. Justin Herbert has a lower rating than Jordan Love. I'm not upset about that because I don't <laughs> like Justin. I don't like Justin Herbert. I'm glad we drafted Tua. Justin Herbert has a lower rating than Jordan Love, who is considered a pro- who is considered a project, and is going to sit behind Rodgers the next couple of years. Which is, I mean, it was a terrible draft pick, but yeah, I mean, but I, it's not like Herbert starting either. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, but I mean, it's like I think the only one of their quarterbacks that's really going to start is Burrow. Yeah, because it's like it's Cincinnati. They need 
someone. Someone like they can't just throw hero. their punter on as their. Uh, yeah right. Uh, but I mean, I I I just like I know we're gonna call it in a little bit, but I just wanted to say that because I thought that was hilarious when I saw <laughs> it. I, I I saw that. I thought it was hilarious. Um, no love for Jalen Hurts, which I'm kind of upset about. I thought Jalen Hurts had an incredible year, but. You know, of course, he got drafted later, and he got drafted right. to a team that doesn't need him. But I think... Well, it, they don't need him. It's when Wentz gets injured. But, I, yeah. I feel like it's always been when Wentz gets injured. I know he's played 16 games. But he got injured in the playoffs yeah. by a concussion. He, you know, he got injured. He hasn't won a playoff game. And that's funny, right. because on the team, he, he they went to almost making the championship uh, in Fulls' second year, and then winning the Super Bowl... But, yeah, I can understand what you're saying. And I think uh, we'll get into that later when we talk about the NFL and predictions and stuff like that. Right. But I think, you know, I just wanted to say that. Like, I think Jalen Hurts had a pretty good year. And, and not pretty good. I mean, he was uh, in for the Heisman, so he had a very good year. And I think he could have been rated a little bit higher, but I just wanted to point out that Jordan Love, who's considered a project, who's considered going to be sitting for the next three years, three to four years, especially with Aaron Rodgers' contract, has a higher rating than... Jalen Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert, who is probably going to play next, year. probably gonna, not going to play next year, but the year after. Right. So, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's about it. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any disputes, do you think we're right? Do you think we're wrong in some aspects? Let us know in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and check us out on Instagram and Twitter, which is also going to be in the links down below. And yeah, I hope you guys have a good uh, day and stay safe out there. Thank you all for watching.